What is up, everybody? It is a super flexible podcast. I'm Two Drink. I'm getting right into this because, as always, my boy Swag Zero Zero G is here. I don't even know if I said that right, but we're no, moving on. What's you up, You can dude? call me Swag. You know, we're friends now. You can take the every now and, and then. Off, I just like, like dropping that that handle because it's pretty dope. And then I don't have to ask you again later, even though I will. Bond, James Bond. Zero G. Swag Zero, zero G. Zero Perfect. G. Uh, the guest we have on tonight, although we, we, they will know in the, sh- in the show title, um, unlike this show I'm referring to is, is none other than your boy. I mean, he's my boy too, but it's, the feverish Fanero. Wow. That was, that was one of your, one of your largest and longest intros. How the hell are you? Good man, good. Thanks for having me on, guys. This is always fun to be on. Uh, oh, super thank flexible. you, cheese and rice. I am all too comfy this evening. I just <laughs> this is going to be an easy show, so we'll probably have all kinds of complications and trip over each other, and it'll be like like that. Right. <laughs> I have a I have a question. When when's the new intro coming? I keep hearing about this new intro. Well, uh, I. I know Gabe. I know Gabe. I know Gabe had a couple things going. All right. For a little spoiler alert, I I, I, this is the first mentioned to him at all, and that's even if he's listening. (laughs) So I I don't want to hop in his DMs and be like, "Hey, are we still doing that?" Or but I've (laughs) I've thought about it. I've thought about it, but I know he's a busy guy, and I mean, he mentioned even to Chew Drink and I like right away that. He had a couple other things in front of us, so gotcha. hopefully you'll hear those soon. I mean, everything he puts out is pretty solid; like gets better every time. So, can't imagine how dope this will be. I was gonna say worth the wait, right? Yeah, He's absolutely it worth the wait. Yeah, so you don't rush greatness. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, he is like part owner of fantasy. Everything. So <laughs> might have to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> you won't uh shout out to gabe and jake and mike jake jake and mike j mike jake and mike what up jake <laughs> technically even jake used to be one of the producers a, back John. in the day shout out to now golf player jake. i know that that's funny too jake anderson yeah um so shout out to everybody man that's so- funny too <laughs> So we're going to do a little bit of rookie quarterback talk, I believe. I don't know if we cut that out or not. And then we were going to, we're having some public nervous announcement, which is super fun. Don't give it all to him in case we don't get there. And then our, our high high expectations are to get to the feverish Fenero tight end garden. Um, He's got some guys we want to hear about. And two drink promise to mess all of this up somehow. You, you might not have but said it quite like that. But if you listen to this like show, that. you know that's what I do. Anyway, you might not so have said cool. it quite like that. He has some stuff he wanted to throw in here and there. There's no chance we get to that. But yeah, let's just tease it. <laughs> so. <laughs> hold We're starting with your, your rookie fever quarterbacks, huh? Well, uh, now I want that damn intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're not going back. <laughs> We have come too far, my friend. <laughs> so the rookie quarterbacks. I mean, so I mean, even before the show, I was kind of like, oh, do you want to talk about this? Just because it's been talked about 
so much. I mean, you've got the three guys you talk about the most in Burrow and Tua. Then you've got Herbert, who you guys know I'm I'm pretty high on. Um, you still have Herbert over Tua, like just I don't know if that's just for this year in your head or just I, I know I've kind of seen you make that call and and honestly maybe some clarity there and and what it is. But is does that change at all with Tua being you know I, I'm out there at least more practicing? comfortable with Tua and like his like uh, his physicals that he's gotten since he's been mm-hmm. in the NFL. Like is I don't know they're not too far into it, but. Um, so man, we I all mean, believe I, I to like start Herbert's situation yeah. a lot better. Duh. Right. Duh. So, and, and that's fine. Like in the situation, Swags, who starts first, Tua or Herbert mm. this year? This year. And I'm I, asking, think, I mean, I'm asking for now too here. But sure. I'm start with you. I think Herbert. Okay. I think that's definitely contrary to what like Twitter speak is out there. And even like the coach I hear a talk, lot of maybe? Tyrod's going to play the whole, yeah. whole season yeah. more so than Herbert coming in early. Mm-hmm. Not that that's true, but I'm just saying that's, you know, that's the speak out there. So you're definitely on the opposite side there. Um, I think that like, I think that two is probably the guy that Miami sees as their future, no matter what, but then, no I need think to that rush it. you have to kind of see what Herbert has. He's coming into the NFL healthy. They want Tyrod to be the starter, but will he be all season? I don't know. I'm not. I don't think he will be all season. No, I, I definitely don't believe that. But I, and and obviously it's harder. We don't really know where this season even goes and how it happens. Uh, it, the Chargers look like their at least early season sets up for them to have some success or at least be in those games, especially with a healthy defense. I don't know that the Chargers have to go to Herbert at least early in the season. I think that team's probably fairly competitive even in that division. Where is Miami, although, yes, they've spent a lot of money and brought in a lot of pieces you know, on the defense to definitely improve that. I, that defense is being slept on, to be honest. All, all new players coming in definitely will need some time to gel. But that's at least a top half of the league defense this year You know, by the end of the season. Maybe they continue to just let Fitz go because you saw them win, uh, what, four out of the last six games last year? Yeah. You know what I mean? Really turn it on. And then, I mean, with Tyrod, too, like, I, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but I'm, he's going to know the system a lot more than Sure. Herbert, I mean, that's point. that's Anthony Lynn's guy. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I think Tyrod, not, maybe not necessarily, you know, lighting the world on fire fantasy-wise, but not turning the ball over will, will lead him to staying on the field and them saying, you know what, we can give Herbert a little extra time here because this team's, you know, we're four and two right now. They're they're not, you know what I mean. If they start out like that, I don't see why they need to go to Herbert. Let that defense lead them in, in the running game that way. Sure. All right, for now. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely on the side that Tua starts before Herbert. I think uh, I think they absolutely love Tyrod Taylor there. He knows the system, like you said. He's turnover adverse with great mobility. And I think the situation uh, often for people who think Herbert's going to start sooner than later is they compare the whole Baker Mayfield situation in Cleveland, right? Um, I think the big difference there was that Baker's just, you know, he's a presence. He, he's, he was really going to be hard to keep off the field where Herbert's a, a quiet, more reserved guy. Does he have confidence? Sure. But one of the things that, that he's actually, <clears throat> one of his knocks is that he's, under pressure is is his weakest game. So I think I think they wouldn't mind leaving Herbert on the bench longer. And I think Tua is like one of those one of those firecrackers you're just gonna have to let off sooner than later because he's he's Tua. 
you know, I just I feel as though uh, I know he was just picked one pick over Herbert, but um, there was a lot of hype with Tua and with the physicals being the way they are. And Fitzpatrick, you know, just doesn't play 16 games. I know last year he paid, I think it was 15. Uh, he just doesn't do that. So I think Tua starts maybe midseason. And I'm not going to say Tyrod Taylor plays the entire season, like some people on Twitter have been saying, but um, my, my my chips are in on Tua starting before Herbert this season. Hmm. Hmm. Swags, Swags is, is not on that side. I know. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I'm fine with saying I, I like know, the team I don't know around if it, Herbert better. I, it matters, fantasy, I guess, right? either I though. I, you know, like, have, and yeah. who knows what's going to happen? To be completely honest with you, like, for sure. I I don't know if it matters. Like, for I mean, who you like more? Who's going to start first? Like, I guess if I have Tua or Herbert on a dynasty team, I look at them as a potential starter. Like, I kind of count them in with my starters, but I know that. I mean, I'm not relying on them this year. All right, let's change it uh, a little bit here because generally we are very dynasty heavy, right? But I'm just put redraft caps on for just a second. And in your Superflex redraft league, you just effed up royally at quarterback. like you're, Or you just kept seeing other, maybe not us, that's not how we generally draft, but just roll with me here, right? You took running backs early and often quarterbacks went like crazy. I need I need a quarterback too to start for as long as I can. Is it Fitzpatrick or is it Tyrod? Hmm. I'd probably rather I would probably try to acquire Tyrod Taylor before I tried to acquire Fitzpatrick. Or like drafting, right? It's my last round. Those are the two guys sitting there. Yeah, you're taking Tyrod before Fitz. Yeah, but you want Herbert to start. And I see what you did there, but I mean, yeah, I'm probably still going that way because I think that. Because the games you do get, you're you're gonna like. I think so, like you, and I think that safer. he starts, and I think he's hotter out the gate. Fitz I had think killer games last year, though, for the Dolphins. I know. I know. He's I actually always almost, had I some killer games. Way. He's always had some killer games. Sure. And, and Boy, I don't Preston know. Williams I like the healthy. Like so, his whole crew's back. I mean, but we're talking about Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Hunter Henry. Sure, I like those pieces much better. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I. I wonder if just style of play leans itself to to the fit side there. And again, if you got Herbert coming in before, like I, I get at least what it should be close for a little longer in your head. To me, it's the other way around. So I don't even know what I'm arguing. And and, and I mean, quite honestly, like. And I don't mean to like go this direction with it, but do it at this point. I don't know if I want to try to help my team if I'm already so screwed that I'm depending on either for Ryan Fitzpatrick well, or Tyler Taylor. You don't have Taylor. a choice, bro. It's redraft. <sighs> well, uh, everything man, else is so awesome. You in in put that one case, I hope that whoever together. did this to their team, your first time listener, and we're going to get you <laughs> loosened in a little bit here on how well, to I handle your super I told you this isn't team. us that would do it. I'm just. I'm trying to say this is the situation we're in. It's such a look. Rush. You've seen me I'm, win. I'm taking, you've seen me win a yearly league. With then two I'm taking Super Bowl Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> He's already gone. Oh my gosh, really? Okay, I'll let you have Foles in the mix because I know how much you love him. Foles, no. Tyrod Fitz, fucking pick. Um, Tyrod Fitz, redraft and similar Foles. similar situations. Except Foles isn't the starter. <laughs> <laughs> I will not go down this road again with you, my friend. <laughs> it's a Panera, a, it's a if, I, if I if I'm allowed to old, uh, throw Foles in there for you for a redraft <laughs> right now as my quarterback to you, Tyrod Foles fits, and then we can move on and do something. Um, 
I think I think Foles is last for me. <sighs> so. Do you also believe Trubisky is th- is the starter? Even Foles wouldn't pick Foles, bro. <laughs> There's there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, people that this. would there's a lot of people that would disagree with me. A lot of people think Bulls are going to start week one. I, I'm just not one of them. Uh, I think he could start for sure this year. I think that's absolutely a possibility. I All just right. don't, I one just of these guys is a quarterback three. I just gave you two good ones. Ooh, nice. Your your team is already better than mine, dude. See the guest the guest gets like all of a sudden two starting quarterbacks. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Yes, the guest bump. You get two quarterbacks. Now two quarterback three doesn't matter. So, oh, so I have two, and now I'm picking my third out of these three? Yeah, because yeah. it changes it. Because if yeah, you that, believe Trubisky to start, changed. then yeah. So, okay, so they, there's my question then. I'm just going to go back to Tyron. You guys are jerks. Let's move on. I was hoping you'd pick a wide receiver or something. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Sims for the win. <laughs> Is Ted Ginn still available? Right, Bryce Love. Yes, and he's going to have Foles thrown to him. Is that even the right team? Uh, um, I think you got it. Right. I was joking. I, I knew it was the right team was <laughs> for the joke that you killed. Way to go. So, okay, before we move on from the quarterbacks, <laughs> do you want Jacob Eason or Jacoby Brissett? Gross. Um, is this the redraft game we were just playing? Sure, or in let, let's stay there for a minute, yeah. All right, redraft game, it's Brissette. Because I think if, if something happens to Rivers, we've seen Brissette succeed. There's more weapons there now. And currently, those pieces are basically healthy outside of TY's perennial hamstring pull. Um, yeah, give me Brissette there for redraft. I, clearly, I'll take Eason on the upside chance in Dynasty. And, and as soon as he gets to start, I'm probably sending him to your team for a ransom. Um, for now? Um, I'm worried about Eason. I, I, was it Kevin Cattillo that we had on Rookie Fever that, that uh, I guess I think I said Eason's the future of the Colts or something like that? And he goes, is he? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, they dra- he's like, he's a fourth-round pick. I mean, over 90% of quarterbacks are drafted in the first or second round. I think Eason – I'm, I'm concerned if Eason ever plays, to be honest. But that was a salty Patriots fan whose fourth-round quarterback just left and went to the Bucks. <laughs> it's a good point and his situation his situation's good i mean philip rivers has looked done last year but nah i think i'm gonna take percent as well i mean i think i think that is i mean easy to say but i think that is the best offense that a guy like easton could go to because that line is so strong yep and i think that's also why philip rivers can't succeed this year and 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 don't be surprised if he flirts in that twelve to fourteen range if he stays healthy through the year. Yeah, fucking said it. But uh, <laughs> if Eason were to come in, at least he's not gonna have to scramble for his life because he is not good at that. He is a statue. He is a statue like Tom Brady and Philip Rivers are statues back there in the pocket. What, what about uh, Dynasty? But he has a cannon for an arm and nice weapons everywhere. Dynasty, and they're gonna like... run the ball a shit ton, so he's gonna be in great situations. Play action for Jacob Eason. That's money. So so dynasty like trade value, um, who has more? Who do you want? Like who are you trying to acquire of those two? Are, do you have any interest in going after Brissett in dynasty today? Not in like mm. some hypothetical no. situation like today. No, no, I'm because dying. that that means that Philip Rivers has to get hurt early. You know what I mean in, in the season for me to be banking on that, and I'm not going to pay for something like that. Mm-hmm. 
I would say Brissette is cheaper than than probably, Eason just yeah. because He's probably somebody, dirt cheap, right? Somebody's like whatever for Brissette and we'll play, you know, I'll take the gamble on upside of whatever Eason could be. Fanero, any interest in Brissette? No, not not in dynasty. dynasty. No, and you're out of you're not playing the redraft game anymore. What about what about Jacob Eason though? You said you're kind of worried. Are you you're totally buying into that? You don't think he gets a chance and opportunity? No, I'm I'm really worried about him. I had I I mean I I got to pay at least a second for it, right? Like nobody's taking a third. You probably paid a second for it this year, backside or early third. Like swags as an Eason guy. Like are you are you taking? Uh, a 21 second for him oh man sorry to cut you off for now no i, I feel like hmm, I, I don't You're know take probably that, right because no. the upside's there i probably right? just sort of paid that if i you know what i right, mean right like, yeah um I, I just don't ever want to discount any rookie quarterbacks too early i guess I especially you. with somebody like philip rivers in front of him um who's had a great career like Whenever I say these things, it's more because of, like, age. And you could see last year, like Fenero said, he didn't look as good. So huge ages, too. Yes, you are absolutely correct. But I don't know, man. Things happen. Like, sometimes, you know, we make have fun with it. But Gardner happens. Like, he, nobody was really, like, on board with Gardner at this point, like, including myself, you know. Like, I, I had him stashed on a few teams because I didn't like Nick Foles, but... Nobody was even as into Gardner at this time last year as we are Jacob Eason. No, so, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think that he's got a decent enough arm. Like, I think that, I don't know. Yeah. Nobody's I, giving you a first for him, though. No, you know what I mean? probably not. Like, no, no, right? I'm and not. you're not going to take a second. And, and I, I I'm about as comfortable at a 21 sent third. Me a first. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, a, a second. I guess you could probably talk me into a 21 second because I give a shit about those picks. To be honest, that's a that's a conversation for a different show. But just just on the potential, sure. But yeah, I don't I don't know Am that I, the Colts you know, don't find themselves like, in a good situation because Philip Rivers gets hurt and they don't draft another quarterback even earlier. So, and I mean to be quite honest, like I could put Philip Rivers in my public nervous announcement and we could kind of like move on to that. But I could also probably. You know, honestly, as much as I like it, and you guys have been here with me, like, throughout, like, this 2020 rookie process where I, I am very optimistic about Jacob Eason, but I could also put a yes, public nervous announcement out about him, too. Like, um, yeah, I don't want to pay a first, but I don't quite want to move on for just a second. I'd rather just stash him. I think that sometimes at this point, like, while, like, we advocate trying to get picks and having them and the value can rise, like, there's always so many ideas that will present themselves where you can get a pick thrown in. Like, it might not be from the trade partner you're talking to today, but there's mm-hmm. going to be somebody else that comes along that you can find a second from. And I just don't know if I'm ready to move on from Jacob Eason for a second, even with a right. small no, public gotcha. nervous announcement out there. Um, Nero, would you take a second? Yes. Ooh, wow. I'm off him, dude. I don't. I don't know how to. I'm just off him. I just, you know, you just look at last year, the 32 starting quarterbacks last year. Dak was a fourth round pick, so he's in, he he's somebody that would support, you know, holding on to Eason and seeing what you could get. But got to play because the starter in front of him, who was old, got hurt. Yes, but that can happen here too, right? So right. That's, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. There you yep, go. That's some evidence. Uh, cousins, was, <laughs> cousins, cousins was a fourth. 
Cousin was a fourth round pick, but he didn't become Starters viable. Got hurt. He didn't Boom. become well. He didn't become real viable until he was on a different team, even. And yeah. then you have then Cousin's you have some nice years. He was drafted then, the same year as RG three. Right. Then you have yeah, that was really weird. Then you have Minshew and Brady, which are just straight up outliers in the sixth round. <clears throat> Everybody else is like either a top ten pick or early second round pick. So it's just for me. What about Russ? When Russell Wilson third third, third okay yeah. okay. I'm sorry, I thought I mentioned him. Yeah, I guess I skipped Maybe you did. That. I, I mean, that, might... that's a decent like handful of There's players you just mentioned there, though. Like, yep. given percentage wise and like draft capital, I mean, 32 teams. You just named five players, so that's I don't know the math. 13, right, like 14 percent of the NFL starters. Right, <laughs> or I was gonna go with it. Like that's that's a that's a big span there. One I mean, every four or five years, and you already got Minshew last year. Yeah, bro, but that's so. current, you know. That's current. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, it's a new game. I hear you. I look. Philip Rivers gets hurt. Who? Look, I say it's Brissett just because I. You know what I mean? I, he he knows that system. It's a little easier and and succeeded at least in game stretches last year. I mean, early in the season, I think he was a. Uh, like one of the the top four or five quarterbacks in the league in the first four or five weeks, he, like, he I, could I definitely he, be somebody that like having no training camp hurt Jacob Eason. That is correct, right for sure. So man, because <laughs> pissing on my sunshine. I just went on. I don't uh, know that Eason counts as a public nervous announcement though, right? Like I just nah. cost alone, right? Doesn't matter. I, was just I think Phil Rivers. Like, Segway Phil Burvis is a fine one, right? Well, we're, I'm doing that right now. You just <laughs> effed it up, dude. Pull out your segways. God dang it! <laughs> well, I'm bringing I, it back. You jacked it up. It didn't work. <laughs> right? No, I know it didn't work. I told Philip I told everybody we were tripping over each other. Well, you have proved them correct, my friend. So, Philip Rivers. Why? Because of all the things he already said. <sighs> Goodness gracious. Feverish. What up? You told me you've got some public nervous announcements ready. You said you have a wide receiver, Mm -hmm. a quarterback. I do. A running back? No, I do not have a running back. Tight end. Sorry, I got two. The other one is a tight end. Man, I I did you know pretty how Fenero likes this tight end. And and if you're really really crafty Ew. about it, you could wait till the end and then segue into the garden. That I love <laughs> that. Definitely edit that out. Ruining and make it, it seems smooth. <laughs> no chance we're making that smooth. We we might. That's what she said, or if not? I don't know. That's weird. You'll know by now if we made it smooth or not. So, Fenero. How to shower Who a beer. is your quarterback public <laughs> nervous announcement, if I could ask you? I'm muting myself. <laughs> Josh Allen. Okay. Shut up. Okay. I am You've got quite, my ear. quite nervous about Josh Allen. Uh, I just don't think the passing upside is there. He has not progressed as a passer in the last two seasons. 52% completion percentage in 2018, which he which is his horrid which then went up to a 58.8 last year, which was good for 32 overall. Perfect. In completion. So he's not a good passer. <laughs> also, you, you depend on the rushing yards. Well, in his rookie year, he had 631 rushing yards in 12 games, but only 500 rushing yards in 16. So he's rushing less. Okay, so then we're counting on the rushing TDs. Okay, well, we just got digs. 
So with Diggs, we we imagine that we're going to get a little more and more in the passing game, which kind of defeats my first argument, but not enough. He's not going to jump from 58 to 65, 68 passer. So he's also his ADP is like somewhere around seven with the with these statistics that I'm I think he has a very, very easy chance. He has a super easy chance to fall out of QB one numbers this year, regress and fall into the 12 to 16 area, which would be tough for people who drafted him. Yep. What? Yep. 12 I'm saying to 16. it. What are you even well, saying? So here's the other thing, right? How good is Buffalo's defense? Their tops, their top six worse in than it's attempts. been the last two years, I'd say. <laughs> I'll, I, they they lost been, some they, pieces. They have a very good defense. They brought in another yeah. running back to help with the with, to help take that's more fine rushing. for your rushing argument. I'll give you that because Zach Moss is going to take away from Singletary. We all know that. Moving on. Yeah. Swags loves to bring up how Lamar Jackson doesn't throw the ball ever, and yet Josh Allen has more less passing yards than yeah, a little bit than Jackson what? last year. 50? But but somehow he's QB seven. Um, he threw for three thousand and seven yards last year, which was twenty third in the league. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just nothing looks good as a passer here for me. So he's, he's depending on those eight or nine or even 10 rushing TDs to be relevant. And I just, I just feel like he's going to regress this season. I'm really not liking him moving forward. Yeah. I am, I am absolutely nervous again. Could he be QB seven? Yes. I, I, I'm the whole reason I'm saying I'm nervous. I don't, I'm not confident about that. Totally fine with the QB seven argument. That feels like his ceiling hundred percent. Right, I, right. So that part I get. Best receiver Josh Allen has ever played with before this year. Yeah, no, I hear you. Probably Cole yeah. Beasley. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, yeah. and and I'm not a huge component of of Diggs. I think I've traded Diggs to Swags even. Yeah. Uh, um, I I think Diggs is definitely a a tick down for himself in fantasy. That doesn't mean it can't help Josh Allen in fantasy. Um. I, I get the passing argument, but I I, I do think Dig Digs adds just enough. Uh, I think that helps guys like like uh, Smokey Brown up there too, where he's not seeing he's not a wide receiver one. You know what I mean? I think he's barely a two, but now getting to see the two coverage because that's definitely the Digs yeah. will help that side as well. Uh, outside quarterback twelve, you know, outside quarterback one moving past past twelve, I think is the part that I have a little bit of you know the disagreement with. Uh, but seven feels rich. Like I, I don't want to pay for him having to be seven. Yeah. But what? ten to twelve, I think it's fine. So sure, I don't want to pay seven for it. So I'll give right. you that, you know, that part of it. But I, I don't know that his numbers are going to regress. I think his numbers will be a little better. Wentz goes after him. Ryan goes after him. Hell, yeah, Brady, I'll take Brady has a chance to have a better season than Brady. Yes. I'm saying it. I'm telling you. That's how low I am on Allen. I'm very, very nervous Keep about it. Keep going. Him, what's the next Even what's the Tom next one? Brady was <laughs> giving you warning signs like, hey, hey I'm yep. having a little bit of trouble learning this. I haven't I, done I, it in a while. I, Be patient I like, with me. I like his weapons a little bit more. A touch. His defense isn't as good. It, he's, it, he's in a division. They'll have to throw. Yeah. For Tom. I mean, I'm, that was ten. So I, at least I have Josh at eleven now. And I mean, I'm you guys both know you I, I'm not like a well, huge fuck, I film guy or anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah. but I mean, you, I've I've looked at a couple of those like tweets and different posts that people put out, like kind of defending Allen. So I mean, I'm letting you know where I'm coming from on that right there. Like I'm okay. watching a bias video, but 
and Dude, how many of, of how many of his passes are going to like a wide receiver that messed it up or how many he's having to throw away so he didn't get sacked and he he did that a lot which hurt him i i mean i think having digs like shit even having like gabriel davis like i think that that team is getting better yeah i totally i totally agree with that i it's it's just the paying for it i'm i'm not gonna pay seven price for it like in a redraft league Mm. yeah but there's a good chance that josh allen on my super flex leagues is my quarterback too and in that sake i feel amazing i wonder if he's really going and i'm totally fine with that at two um, as so many of my Josh Allen shares, I didn't have to pay that for is probably one problem for this conversation. Cause I've got them so cheap mid second during the rookie draft. Cause they're like talk, crapped on it. Well, that's how people talk about him all the time. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, but the arguments we had then, then aren't really inaccurate now, right? He, he's not an accurate passer when he was coming into the league that hasn't improved. We hope Diggs does that for him. You know what I mean? Just because of the routes. And we're going to find out, if, you know what I mean, if you think it's receivers running the wrong routes and Allen making bad throws. Well, we're going to find out with Diggs because Diggs is prob- is arguably a top three route runner in the league. Five at worst, I guess, if you really want to do it. But I- I'd say he's probably uh, higher than that. So we're going to find out if it really was just the you know the bad, uh, the bad uh, wide receiver play around him. Well, he has he- a cannon for the arm. You know what I mean? Uh, that's there. And he's athletic. If you watched him at Wyoming, he can run. He ran over dudes, but it was like you're playing at Wyoming, like you're playing against nobodies. He's still doing that now because he's bigger than everybody. Most there's a there's a better chance than not that wide receivers struggle in their first year with a new system and a new quarterback. So there's that especially in this year. There's that thrown into yeah, especially in this year. There's very little rapport between the two of them and like other situations. Looking for regression here. That's all. I I'm, have, nervous. Uh, I'm nervous. I'm fine. A, I'm fine. Redraft wise, I'm I, uh, I'm 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 fine with you know what I mean, and I'm fine with it in Dynasty for my side. So I have a counterproductive question because if if we're playing, Perfect. if we're worried about and and man, you guys know I like Zach Moss, so don't get me wrong. But if we're worried about Zach Moss, like how much is Dobbins going to hurt Lamar Jackson? Sure. And I, I don't necessarily feel like that's true. I think Lamar Jackson is who he is. Like I think that he's going to be a good running quarterback. He's going to get his thirty-one to thirty-three hundred yards, maybe thirty-five. I think that that's who Josh Allen is as well. Yeah, I was going to say like in Josh Allen, the same same type. Then I mean, obviously they have different styles of running, but they're both uh, okay with tucking the ball and going at, at any moment's notice. Yeah. I mean, Lamar does it with speed and shiftiness, and Allen does it. He's pretty fast, but I mean, he he does it with more power. Yeah, you know and I mean? he's big, like you said. Yeah, right. Watch I mean, that he's more jump he's, over he's more prototypical built to handle uh, rushing attempts than a guy like Lamar is if, through NFL history. That doesn't mean Lamar can't continue to do it. Uh, Lamar also doesn't seem to take a lot of big shots. Like he knows when the hits come and it seems to go down that way. I throw it way back. I feel like it's so elusive. I feel like uh swags dude, Barry Sanders was like, was like that. Like you never really got a good pop on that guy. Like eventually, yeah, he's super elusive, but even when he knows like, all right, this is where I'm going down. He would, he would go ahead and go with that. So you wouldn't Just take it. Take that it big yeah. pop. It doesn't, it, it looks bad. You know what I mean? In, in real time, but you slow it down. And you're like, well, he was already going that way. Like he definitely, 
deflected the power that was coming through that. And, and Lamar seems to do that with those shots because every now and then he lowers his head down and he feels like he's like a Cam Newton. You know what I mean? Like just big body back type. And you're like, oh, shit, don't do that. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Josh Allen looks for that a little bit more. And maybe that's why he misses games too. Yeah, he didn't miss a game last year. No, I got you. But I mean, he did. and yes, he hurdled that that dude in Minnesota. That was dope. I mean, he's huge and he's, he's doing that. Obviously, he's super I guess athletic. I'm just I'm just saying, like, I, I think that I I think that it's okay for fantasy. I think that he can be that like QB seven to QB twelve, like with a with a weekly ceiling. Sure, but if you have to, so the argument though from Fernero's side is you have to pay seven QB seven for it. Is there a ceiling above seven? I, Probably not. I don't want to bank on that, and um, I don't like playing. I don't like paying for the ceiling. Yeah, I, there's I nowhere know, to go man. up. I'm just going to lose. That's that's the only part. Is that Closer where he's really being drafted? Though is that, is, that, is that what I have to pay? Or I would I would say that's right. Huh. Seven to nine is usually what it feels like when I'm doing mocks or even you know even startups. Yeah, I just drafted him in a startup. Let's see how crazy I was. Um, and you like and you like him a lot, so. Yeah, but I bet he took him closer to ten or eleven. Is that redraft? And Fenero's talking. Were you you were talking redraft seven, or you were talking dynasty seven? I was talking redraft. Yeah, yeah. I think the seasonal game was games actually the, the seventh quarterback drafted. Boom! <laughs> right on point. Yep. And and you're willing and you're willing to get your guy. And so why don't we just why don't we forget ADP for a minute and even that draft? Mm-hmm. Where where do we think a safe number is for him next year? Where where are we comfortable? Where I'll tell you where I'm less nervous. If I could draft him at twelve, I would be less nervous. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, next year, I, who were the two guys behind him? Were Wentz and, and Matt Ryan? Yeah. I think I'm going to take him behind them. Maybe I take him. I'll, I'll, I'll take him in front of Brady probably next year. You know what I mean? If that's what you're yes, saying. Yes, I agree. No, not in dining. There's no way I'm taking Brady over. We're, no, him. that was we're redraft. back to redraft. Oh, we're back yeah, to redraft. I, I flip flopped it on you just to make yeah. it confusing for you. Um, Fernero was with me. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. <laughs> As long as one of you were with me, I'm cool Hold with whatever my argument is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we we all feel the same way, right? It's right around, right around, you know, flirting Swags. with the bottom. Swags end. is a little higher. Let's be honest. Yeah, we can absolutely. both feel that, right? Yeah, and that's okay. Swags is okay for paying paying at the ceiling. Actually, he's, I was he's about 23. To say. He's gonna have that job for a while. Like they're invested in him. They 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 seem to like his style. I don't know. I, well, guess what? I'm I'm nervous about him. It's my nervous announcement, so I get to stay <laughs> yes, nervous okay. about him. And this is this is my last question about. I'm just going to edit this part out from the guess anyways. Since <laughs> this is my like last it. question for you about that swags. What is what is Josh Allen's ceiling and floor next year? Forget dynasty. Next year, his ceiling. Um, yeah, get dynasty, but QB next year, what? This QB season? what? Like seasonally or weekly? Yeah, you're very seasonal. Seasonally, this what? season you said yes. next. You said next. This one come- Oh my god, 2020. 2020. Um, Thank you. That's clear that's clarification. <laughs> Just cut that out. <laughs> so I'm I'm, I'm going to say like QB5 <laughs> with a QB10 floor. That's a big range, but yeah, okay. And I mean it's not, I mean you asked for a ceiling and a floor. Would you want me to say QB5 and QB6? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So no, I mean seven the, the, and like fifteen. That's yours. That's an even bigger range. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's math and numbers. But yeah, I, I would say Game probably would like five to 
10 with like the weekly upside of QB three ish and the downside of QB 17. Okay. Weekly. And Fener doesn't have to answer because it's his public nervous announcement. <laughs> nine to thirteen. But he answered for you anyway. A ceiling of QB nine. Oh yep. my gosh! Let's move on. That's pretty high. <laughs> That's why he didn't want to pay seven. That was his whole point. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Two Drink, do you have a public nervous announcement? Um, we need a drop for that. Like public nervous announcement. There's our drop. That's perfect. Can I think I could I do wanted... better? Like public nervous. No, that was uh... no. Maybe yeah, just you should have stopped at one. Now I don't like first one. Fine. <laughs> nope. We we'll have to we'll have to retry and practice. So mine is just in light of recent news, and without bringing up the other part, I'm nervous about Antonio Gibson and everybody hyping the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Fenero's mm-hmm. on since we have you know both parts of rookie fever because I'd love to get y'all's take. You got the smart on side this, here too tonight. On this, yeah, I mean that's look. As soon as we heard he was coming on, I was like, gotta write this one down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I just. I, I, this feels like where we're hyping it up again too much. What do we expect from Antonio Gibson? Because you know that's one of the most hyped kind of Twitter buzz guys right now with with the you know the guys information coming. I think Swags might be like off 34, a bit a little bit. Four or forty one carries in his college career, something like that. Like forty four, I think. Yeah, very minimal like experience and. And now we want to give him a hundred carries. Everybody thinks he's somebody. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm definitely not on board. I have zero shares, and by if 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 I end up being wrong about this one and he hits, I'm going to be way too late to the party. I mean, I already am just from like imagination that people have. Um, Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't have any. And if if it hits, the price is going to go up. I'll never have any. Right. And, I mean, is is the future running back of that team there? Right. That's my part. I, I don't know if it matters, but for now. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's a lot of fun to watch Twitter uh, automatically assume that there's a one-for-one one when somebody gets hurt. Yeah. So I see this as a big sloppy mess. I see some Adrian Peterson. I see some Bryce Love, and I see some Antonio Gibson. It's so going to be a big mess. You you even missed a name in there. Peyton Barber. Fenero, do you agree Peyton then? Peyton motherfucking Barber. It's a next the the 2021 next running back day. is not on the team. I, I yeah, probably not. I I there's there's so I, they're bringing I, another back end period. Oh yeah, next 100%. Year. 100%. Um, they Geis was their guy. I I don't even know if Peterson was going to stay with the team if Geis was healthy. Yeah. So, yeah, so there was definitely that, question marks of him making the, making yeah. the final roster. So I think they were all making think some that, moves to get rid of him. Or if we all think that, like, for if AP stays there for one season, don't isn't he the one? I think I think it's that's what I'm saying. I think even I think he will stay now, and I think he's not the one. I think it's going to be like a shared responsibility. Gibson will get carries. This is not going to be what people think that what people want. It's not going to happen. Hmm. I'm talking myself into trying to get a little bit of Adrian Peterson because he's oh, the have, one that people aren't talking about. I, I've picked him up in, in a few uh, recent drafts because everyone was grabbing Antonio Gibson. I mean, I have a, a little bit of Bryce Love. I actually put a waiver in for him in a couple leagues. I was surprised so he was I. out there. So did I. But now, yeah. like, I mean, Tudrink, who's the running back to own for 2020 in that backfield? It's probably Peterson with the most carries. 
I think, yeah, man, shit, that's tough. I think Peterson probably ends this season with the most fantasy points on that season if you're making me pick here in early, yeah. mid-August. Yep. Um, <laughs> I know nobody's really talking about Adrian Peterson. I, I'll be honest. I, I think I think I'll pay even less for Peyton Barber. And I don't, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. know that the difference between him and AP is really all that different by the end of the year. If this is how we're looking, I don't know. I don't know that mm. it's worth any of the pieces, to be honest. Um, but if if I'm looking for, uh, man, yeah, it's uh, like I'm it really is really going to need another injury or two or something like that for for you to feel confident about starting a piece week in and week out. I don't think this is the. Mm. AP, I'm pissed. I'm getting 30 carries or I'm not kind of playing. You know what I mean? Kind of deal there. Um, this staff brought in Peyton Barber. AP was still there. They went out and got Peyton Barber. Why? Why? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, what's he making? Because they were going to let Peterson go. It doesn't matter. They were going to let Peterson go, and it's a body. Right. It's a body, but it's it's the only body they brought in outside of Gibson. And Gibson hasn't handled anything more than, I think it's 77 total touches. In his college career, yeah, yeah, I think uh, he's you're right. not he's not getting 150 touches this year. Totally uh, agree. I I hope I hope for for Gibson's fantasy stake stock whatever stake that it could be stock too. Show your face. Um, I I think he could be utilized more in the passing game because they don't have many options there. He's a guy that that should be utilized in open space and let him do the work after the fact, right? Can we line him up in slot, you know, on the opposite side? Can you have two slots, one on each side, Steven Sims, and then put Gibson on the other side? Get him in some open space and use him that way. You can still have Gibson and AP or Gibson and Peyton Barber on the field at the same time. Let Gibson be a playmaker for you. He might be best served that way almost in a in a more hybrid wide receiver role. I don't know that that equates to enough touches for you to want to start him at any point this year. If people are, people are acting like that's your RB two, maybe we see Steve Sims get some touches Flex. out of the backfield. Oh, don't be silly. He had nine last uh, year. I mean, maybe Haskins runs it out of the backfield some more. Yeah, maybe yeah. He, maybe he gets ten or twelve this year. Maybe Terry McLaurin is the best quarterback on this team. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I need another beer. I was gonna say if that's not a cue to move on. <laughs> Look at Finero effing up my segue again. Beer. Jesus, <laughs> I might have one Alex Smith share still just sitting there. <laughs> so Finero, who is well, your wide receiver? Public nervous announcement. This will probably be an, uh, another unpopular pick. I'm Way nervous about go. Mike. I'm nervous about Mike Evans. Okay. Um, Let's so, hear it. I, I, yeah, I'm getting a beat. So in 2014, this rookie year, he was wide receiver 13. Not a bad rookie year, right? 15 dropped to 23. In 2016, he had 171 targets. That's when he had like that monster season. 96 catches, 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns. But he was also alongside a 33-year-old D-Jax. This is someone that isn't highly efficient but has been getting tons of volume. Year after that, he was with Djax. Year after that, he was with Djax again, and a rookie, Chris Godwin. And that's what I'm worried about. Godwin, um, obviously, Evans missed some games last year, so this isn't fair. But we knocked in PPR, we knocked uh, or Godwin's presence. Let's put it that way. Knocked him down to a wide receiver, 15, 67 catches, and eight touchdowns. He did miss three games. 
He was also super inconsistent, very boomer bust. He had two 40-point weeks. People remember those. He also had a 30, but he also had eight weeks with 13 or less PPR fantasy points. So if you look at the season, and I'm sure Bob Lung would agree with me, his consistency wasn't there. Where Godwin, on the other hand, his consistency, he also had a 40-point game. He had two 30-point games, two 20-point games, and only three games of 13 or less PPR. I also know that um, because this is this is probably has nothing to do with anything, but hey, Godwin got his number stolen by Brady, so who do you think Brady's throwing more to? <laughs> He's got to throw to number 14 now and make it up to him. I think there was no compensation for that jersey, but I don't know, dude. I just think I think Evans has never had a wide receiver like Godwin next to him, and I think Evans is uh, was a target machine for years, and I think he falls out of wide receiver one this year. I'm nervous about that. So he finishes more like he did last year? Yep. I think probably somewhere, and he's mm-hmm. not being drafted that way again. That's why he's being drafted yeah, one yeah. thing below Godwin. So, yeah, it's not a bold statement to say he might finish 15 again right. this yeah. year. No, but I can is, get on board with this. It is when you look at the price again. I have one Mike Evans share I would really like yeah. to move on from. Yeah, so I'm just a little I'm a little, little nervous about Mike Evans this season. Is Tudrick here or he's still getting a beer? He muted a while ago. I'm going to try to trade him Mike Evans. <laughs> oh, I think I heard a glass. That was me. It was my foot. <laughs> so I'll, I guess I'll do a public nervous announcement, and Give it. then he won't know we talked about Mike Evans. And I okay. can try to make that trade. That'll be fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> so a public nervous announcement. Okay, so man, this one isn't quite fair because we've talked so much about it, so we don't have to a lot, but you'll have a lot. Like You're probably going to put digs in my face here, but I am still a little bit nervous about Marquise Brown, even with like mm. the positive talk that's been out there the last couple of weeks. I'm still a little bit nervous of what will be available in that offense for everybody, like Where's the ball going to be thrown? Like, what are they expecting from Marquise Brown? Is he going to be that speedster that goes out and gets it, or... They they just get him on some quick slant routes and he makes it happen himself. Like, um, I, I'm not quite. I, I'm not worried. Like, my nervous announcement is more just like kind of a lot of what we have talked about on this show today, I guess. But what is his ceiling? Like, I think mm-hmm. that he can be viable in the NFL. I think that he can be a viable fantasy asset, but more at that like low end wide receiver two area. Like I think that that's where his life is going to be for us in that offense. Are we still talking shit about Mike Evans? We've moved on to Swags's uh I didn't know you narrative. knew about Mike Evans. Yeah, I said Fanero started talking about Mike Evans not being no now uh, we're wide receiver about, one and I wouldn't talking a about um Hollywood. <laughs> I Hollywood made, my, yeah, Jesus my rice. public nervous. Yeah, Jesus, did you already finish that beer? You can go get another one. I'm almost done with Hollywood, though. <laughs> Holy crap! It's okay. even worse. Go get another one. But but to drink, I mean, hear me out. Like my, I don't know what your expectations are or what you would put his ceiling at. But I'm I'm not saying he's not going to be viable. But I'm just saying more like a wide receiver too, like that low oh, okay. area. Right. Like I don't think that he's going to be that next wide receiver one. I think he's just. Is, that's more about your feelings on Lamar though, than it is Marquise Brown. Yeah. Or and, and, and I, and I kind of led with that. Yeah. And the fact okay. that 
you guys could throw that back in my face for digs because of Josh Allen. Um, We kind of did that dance really quick. Sure, okay. But, yeah, I'm kind of just concerned about, like, what comes out of that offense. If you're getting 31 to that 3,500 yards, like, what's available after Mark Andrews and – Brown not even healthy last year, still dealing with the foot off and on. Hopefully that part's over, right? Yep. I mean, yep. are, are you are you continuing to believe that this offense stays as run heavy as it is and it's efficient that way on the ground because you're adding in a guy oh, like I, Dobbins and Lamar Jackson or everybody? I don't know if they're going to have 3,200 yards on the ground every year, but so yeah, do you think I think that, they're going to run that damn that ball. Those yards shift to not on the ground but in the air, or do you just think the offense comes down as a whole, right? Because a lot of people seem to think that our offense will shift from, I mean, not necessarily not being a running team, but some of those yards move to the passing side. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you. I'm one of those people. I don't think you draft somebody like Dobbins and all of a sudden stop running the ball though, unless you're talking. Sure, mean, are but they you coming from Marquise Lamar? Brown in the first round last year. I mean, you know what I mean. And and rookie wide receivers aren't even supposed to be a thing. There, it's not like I'm not worried about Duvernay. You know what I mean? Like it's still Marquise Brown is the dude there. I'm not worried about those other options. I don't I know. I think if, that if, you're going to have Lamar... some video game weeks out of Hollywood. And then I think Correct. you're going to have some okay. some the next week where it hurts you a lot. Yes, and that's and that's totally fair. And we saw that last year even. I, I still think he's that kind of player. Uh, I'm not trying to compare him to Tyreek Hill, but I think their fantasy output can be similar Right, Tyreek Hill is a wide receiver one. Was playing with Mahomes. Yes, I completely agree. Sure, but I think Marquise Brown is is can move to at least in the same realm as as Kit, not Kittle. Sorry, Mark Andrews, and Mm -hmm. and where that that um, the passes are targeted to, where Tyreek Hill that ball is still being spread. Tyreek Hill doesn't do it with 150 targets, right? Over under like. 800 yards like where, where are you at here over wow he had yeah. six, he had 600 last year in 11 games and yeah seven touchdowns. i know i know i looked at it today yeah i mean i think i think eight's his floor yeah if we see any progression from lamar in the passing game i think that's funneled to marquise brown Miles obviously Boykin. that's predicated on him being healthy or duvernay miles boykin and st- fucking stop! No, <laughs> it's Marquise Brown. I've just, there's Last a reason weekend. he was the Blitnikoff winner. There's a reason they took him in the first round, even coming off the foot. Nobody does well the first year off that he's, foot. He's and put he on just some told weight. Me he gave me that. They've said you know he's added some yes, pounds. Yes, he's put on he, some weight. It, yeah, and that's, and that's awesome. Now I have a feeling that you know halfway through the season he's probably back down at least closer to what he was before. It's very hard to keep that kind of muscle mass on during the season two. Um, we see that a lot. Put on weight, sweet. That's awesome. They, I heard stuff in college where he was down to like one fifty three. You know what I mean? Like that's you can't do that in the NFL. Right. You yeah. you are gonna get destroyed. So I'm glad he's up to what the supposed almost one eighty. <laughs> That's that's still really small. Like we know that, right? Like yeah. for these guys, I'm just yeah. saying. Like uh, that's as big as he can get if that's what he's at. And he he can't. I I hope so, but I I don't see how he plays at that weight. Right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little nervous, man. And and uh, I man, I've got some I Hollywood feel like shares. I've, I've drafted though. him this year. Um, I, I definitely don't think he's the most expensive 2019 
class like wide receiver. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah. I mean, I think our trade was. I'm I a little nervous about Brown Brandon Ayuk. Yes, I like that one a lot. Keep you around a minute, I guess. That one, that one feels like uh, if I have him, I have to hold him right now, and I'm selling him by week two. You know what I mean? Hoping one of those first couple of games is good. Or do you move him uh, now in case it doesn't get good? I don't know that if it doesn't get good in the first couple of weeks that I can get much much yeah, less than I, I what I can you. right yeah, now. That's a good point. I think my upside is in one of those first couple of games being good. Whatever game I get before Debo's back and playing for real that that he scores a touchdown in, I think that happens. He, he, Ayuk's got a touchdown in the first five weeks easy, right? There's at least one there. Hopefully there's a double t- touchdown game and I'm out. Fenero, are you nervous about Ayuk? But I, I like it. I put the whole 49ers offense minus Kittle on the fucking list. I'm all over the place, Swags, with Ayuk. You asked me one yeah. day, and I'm nervous. You asked me the next day, and I think he's got a great opportunity. Right. I, I can write a narrative either way. Yeah, I really can. And it's it comes from um, a lot of different sources, too. I just feel like there's it's. I'm not the only one. Let's put it that way. Uh, there's a lot I, of flip-flopping on this guy. I've definitely heard you on Ayuk for a while, more so than me. I, right? I give you definitely credit on that part if, if that's where that goes. Last year... Once Emmanuel Sanders was gone in the 49ers offense, do you know who the wide receiver two was? Samuel was blowing up, right? But do you know who the wide receiver two was? Was probably Bourne. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I definitely don't know that answer. I didn't look that shit up. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> sure, maybe it was Bourne. I think like, it's probably. Do you Bourne. think this offense can can support a wide receiver two, or do you think Ayuk is better than Debo? Because when Debo comes back, right, and, and and I think both of those guys are behind Kittle, right? This is an they offense are. that wants to run. Do, do I really want the at best third receiving option on the Niners I mean, once Debo they, and they Kittle are 3, there? 3,900 passing yards from Jimmy Graham. Do, you know, we, Jimmy we, Graham. Garoppolo. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. But, <laughs> but, I mean, you know the, rec- the running backs <laughs> fall into that receiving game, too. Right? <laughs> I was just trying to move to the tight end guard, and you guys. Not yet. Nope. <laughs> too late. No, uh, no, but I, I do want to know that. Like, right, we're in the, in the running backs fall into this offense, too, of, of a lot of receiving, just, just in how it runs. Do you want the, th- at best, third option there? Like, is there true value in that to have on your team? Uh, I mean, I think there is. I think there's, I think there's room there. I think I sell as soon as there's a good game, I, right? I, I think he's, I think he's behind Debo and Kittle easy when those guys are back healthy. Yep. He is. You're absolutely right. And I think right. he's at least in the mix with the running backs on, on a weekly basis. So I don't know that I'm ever going to like studying Ayuk after the first couple of games. And even that's a hope and a prayer that he's that he's the second best option and that team has to throw. I have zero Ayuk, so it doesn't effing matter really from my side. But maybe that's why I don't. I have a share. I mean, not a lot or anything, but. Well, then you hold and you sell in the first couple of weeks if if that was my share of my team. Fanero wants to hold longer. i I don't know where the upside is. That's my only thing. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know how I get more than, than what I can probably. I mean, I'll, I'll take a first. I'll take a first in the first, you know, couple of weeks on that spike. Kittle had 107 targets. Debo had 87. Emmanuel Sanders had 53. Part and play the whole season. And Kendrick Bourne with 45. So I you can I you get to 53? Is that what you're looking for? Is it is it the mix between Bourne and 
and what Emmanuel Sanders have? Like, is Ayuk getting to 80 and closer to what Debo had? Probably not. And people believe in Jalen Hurd taking a right. couple. Yep. I don't know how you – now that you say the numbers, can Ayuk get to 50 targets in his rookie season? I mean, and that's with that's with a couple inflated he, weeks early on. He was drafted Debo. 25th overall. Okay. I mean, yeah. higher than Debo. So then you got to tell me you like Ayuk more than Debo. You, maybe it's not this season about moving forward. And then that makes I mean, sense have, why you, you want to keep him. I have to think them. they plan on using him somehow. They like something about him. They like either his speed or – I don't know if you see him out of the backfield a little bit or – what the plan is for Ayuk. Um, I'm kind of well, wishy-washy on it as well, but I mean, they drafted him. You have to go back to that at some point. Like they, he has NFL draft capital. That was maybe your biggest point on Marquise Brown. Fair. I know I'm on the wrong show for this question, but is there any chance that Jimmy Garoppolo takes another step <laughs> away from the injury? You mean Jimmy Graham? Yeah. Or Jimmy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> you think he take, uh, like he progresses forward in the yeah, in his yeah, passing game, yeah. another year in this system, actually yeah. playing, not injured. Right. Sure. I I feel like Shanahan has showed us that he wants to run as much as possible, and that's how he can win. Yeah. That's why there's multiple backs there that I don't want to trust, and I just want the cheapest one, which might be Jet now, since apparently he looks amazing at practice in in shorts and t shirt. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I I don't I don't want to invest in in Garoppolo. And it's and it's hard to do it past Debo Samuel for me, although Debo was taken later than Ayuk, so I I don't want to play that game. I'll take Debo. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Debo as well. If you're making me choose Why? between the two players, Why you want to play draft capital, right? <laughs> Clearly they like him. He's fast. They drafted him before they drafted Debo. They're going to use him. And this is your public nervous announcement. And Fenero's the one that's highest on him. I don't know why I'm yelling at you. But one of y'all got to answer. <laughs> I don't I don't know why you're yelling at me either. But... <laughs> Um, we, we, we've seen what Debo can do, you know, the, the downside of Debo is he did come into the league old, but we, we saw Debo succeed to that point. We thought we kind of saw flashes of Pettis the year before, and then we see him completely go away. I don't think that's what's going to happen with Debo here, but they have the draft capital in him to imagine that they want to use him in some way that. Offense, again, it had 3,900 passing yards compared to the two ugly teams we talked about before this in, like, Buffalo and the Ravens passing games. And we can get excited about some pieces on those teams. I don't know, man. Like, it has to go somewhere. It can't all go to Kittle forever. I don't want to play, he like... that contract extension of six years or whatever it was that Kittle said wasn't true. Or y'all believe everything you read on the internet, but I hear you. Everything. You know, I'm that guy. Like, I mean, it must be true. <laughs> Look, I fell for it, and then I saw the Kittle response, and I was like, oh, shit. By the end of this show, I'll believe everything on it, too. As long as I said it, I'm pretty sure it's correct. <laughs> but In my head. I think the... I hear you. So, I mean, with... I mean, Brandon Ayuk doesn't cost that much compared to his NFL draft that's, capital because of a lot of the things that all of us have said fair. here today. That's fair. I was going to say he's probably a, a cheap, one of the cheapest round one NFL wide receivers that you can get in the last two, three years. Yeah. We so, won't go back to Corey Davis. That's just mean. But, so, but I am. Then. He's he's one of those players um, a little bit more like we did on the last public nervous announcement show where it was kind of like players that I'm sort of into a little bit. But, yeah, right. I'm kind of also nervous the more I look at it be, because I'm of still not into all it, the points you've yelled at me about. 
<laughs> but <laughs> but um Truth. I, I I'm only like one share into him. Um zero. I I sent a trade. I sent um Brandon Ayuk and and this was rejected pretty quick. I sent Brandon Ayuk and Gross. um Antonio Golden Gandy to try to get Justin <laughs> Jefferson and uh, okay. it was rejected. I like how you switched his last names. He won't mind though. It's cool. Did I do that? A lot of people do that. I like it better. Um, Finero, you seen the highest on Ayuk? What? I don't have a share. How? How much do I got to pay? I just had a really late rookie draft, and he went one twelve. Oh wow! And that's now after that Debo early, news. Yeah. yeah, it is after Debo news. <sighs> you like know, you I think take he's... a twenty twenty one first, or you're just gonna see what you got. I know it's hard to do it this way because we don't know what players the other teams like in these hypothetical situations. But I think that he's one of those players that that's how you're going to acquire him with with other players. Like I don't quite want right. to throw a future first at him, and you can't get him for a second. I think that there has to be some kind of actual player trades going on within a lot of these trades that we actually talk about on okay. podcasts and probably for every show. You know what I mean? But I think that like. The realistic answer is like you could probably you could probably acquire him. Um, All right, so let's let's do it. What you just said because you you felt like Marquise Brown was around eight hundred yards, or maybe that's at least what you said. Mm-hmm. So Marquise Brown or Brandon Ayuk? Brown uh, all day. I want, Brown. Yeah, I want Hollywood. So, okay, so we're and you just compared those offenses too together. Yeah. We're, how, yeah, where, do I, where, do, where do I have to go though? I mean, um, so you, I don't know. Can you? Maybe give me somebody I like, and I'm willing to like kind of attach to it for not um, market value because I'll put a little in of my own into it, like Joshua Kelly or Zach Moss or something. Maybe um, I don't know if I would definitely do a deal like that, but I'm just trying to get us kind of closer, you know, to mm-hmm. still do the Marquise Brown idea, something like that. Um, you could live uh, off some hype of what's going on in the NFL from day to day. You know, whatever that may be, whether it's Bryce Love, mm-hmm. and you, you guys know at this point, listening to the show, that that's not us three, but um, those moves would work probably on somebody if you attach like a Bryce Love to uh, Brandon Ayuk and maybe went out and tried to get a wide receiver that you feel more comfortable about. How, how about not be Gibson? How about Gibson and a 21 second mm-hmm. or Brandon Ayuk? Well, I'll take. Uh, Probably, oh man, that's tough because with the second, I might be able to get Ayuk like, or somebody like that. I'll probably take Brandon Ayuk because I think I can get a second later for him if I need to get out. For now. Uh, the Gibson value is high, so I'll take Gibson in the second for now. Yeah. I'm going to flip it. That late rookie draft, where did Gibson go? Was And that wasn't that wasn't after the guy's news? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this this is still going on, this, this late when, draft. When was Gibson taken in that? Do you have it pulled up? Yeah, I have it close enough. Give me one sec. Uh, Gibson went after Zach Moss. What uh, what pick? Because you said Ayuk went at 12. Yeah, he went uh, to mid-second. 2.04. So it's basically two seconds for Ayuk. Yep. And Finero took the two seconds. That's why I took Ayuk. So I so you're looking to you're looking then to change Ayuk in in the first couple of weeks for the first swags. Um, me, I kind of want to like find a way to get like, out now. I I, I don't want to play the waiting game. I think well, that, I just gave you away and you didn't take it. 
wasn't wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, Finero took it, so it's lost. I don't have it now. You got to deal. Yeah, with well, I mean, just because, just because <laughs> I get to buy from that guy. Just because I didn't take that deal, I didn't say anything close to. I'm going to wait a few weeks and see if the price goes up. I, I still want to try to make a deal today to get out if I could. Like the the deal we mentioned okay. there just wasn't for me. I would rather add a depth piece to my Brandon Ayuk and try to upgrade. Um, if uh-huh. I can't do it that way, I'd, I'd probably try to go get like a tight end or running back and fill a different need. And cause I think it's hard to just trade wide receiver for wide receiver. Um, but yeah, the deals you mentioned just weren't for me, you know? Sure. I already sold it. Can it I, can, could I do like Brandon Ayuk in a second and get a first from you? Mm. Y- yes. I'll I'll do Dude, that now. Now I you think like I can... Brandon Ayuk more nope. than everybody. You were the last one left with him, and I <laughs> Wait, got a first. And now, hold on, no, so I no, sell no. I don't want to. That's no fun. I want you to be I'm the one. Like you're the one. Shit on it. <laughs> I'm not shitting <laughs> I, on him. I just want you with I the gave guy you my you first. On. <laughs> I gave you my first because I'm a good yes. team, right? And then and I got Ayuk. <laughs> I got and you. A, I got in a second. I like okay. the play. Yeah. Right, and I like then, where you're going. Um, <laughs> got his one twelve. Ayuk for a first, maybe off my first crappy team. So you got my two. No, not one. to you. I'm not selling back to you. <laughs> you're you're not part of this deal anymore. I don't want my first back. Oh, you just I'm, backed out on me after you agreed on the the I biggest show deal. in the world nationally. No, I took it internationally, dude. In, like, yeah. Ukraine listens and shit. I don't know why I picked that that country. Um, <laughs> so, no, but then early on in the first couple of weeks, I'm going to sell Ayuk to somebody else for at least the first. I gained at least a free second, if not more, out of this deal. You're welcome, America and the world. I'm not doing that. You already sold it to me. I already bought it from you. I gave it to somebody else. Dude, I, I am that guy that so often like trades somebody to somebody and then like a couple of weeks later watches them get something more for it. I'm just like, hmm, hmm. Okay. Like I'm still pretty cool with our deal, but wow. <laughs> but yeah, got a little more over there if I waited a couple of weeks. But mm-hmm. that might not have happened for you that way through those scenes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I think it's a fair deal for you to do now. Right, and I think there is opportunity for me to make at least that amount in the first couple of weeks. But I think that's my window. Fanero wants to hold on a little bit but, longer. But I mean, that's the gamble, right? So, if I had Ayuk share right now, I would take a first. Probably that seems easy. But I think there there is a window coming up where you can get at least a little more. Quite honestly, though, like if. If I can get some picks thrown into deals right now, I'm totally happy. Like getting some picks, I really want them. But oh, I feel like it's that's... so hard that I'm I'm I try for the player deals a little bit more right now because I just feel like they're easier to get done. Yeah, like you said, if you can get them thrown in, that's fine. Again, the pick conversation is for a whole nother show. I promise. Feverish Fanero. I think we start your tight end garden with that guy that you're nervous about, and we kind of want to weed out of there a little bit. All right. I think you guys will like this one. I'm nervous about Darren Waller. ADP ADP on MFL is a tight end five. uh, Fantasydata.com, tight end seven. So somewhere between five and seven. Uh, Last year, he was tight end two, depending on your scoring. He was also the seventh highest target share of any tight end in the last nine seasons. 
So he had the seventh highest target share of any tight end over the last nine seasons. Not going to see that again. Wow, yeah, we that's have, crazy. We have new weapons. We, you can thank uh, J.J. Zacharyson for that um, that drop of knowledge. But uh, he's not going to have that <laughs> He's not going to have that volume again. Um, I'm projecting him with these new targets, rugs in the slot, somewhere in that 50 to 65 catches, which is tremendously lower than the 90 catches for 1,200 yards he had last year. Um, so I, I could see him regressing down to that 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 dangerous tight end zone of like tight end 9 or 10. A- and am you know I wrong? What that Did is. He, he kind of didn't end the season quite as strong as his whole season was either, did he? Have to look that up for you, but you know it's crazy. Like the target volume swags, one hundred and seventeen targets, right? And then after that was Hunter Renfro with seventy-one. Wow. I mean, that's not happening. There's just no way. To drink. How are you feeling about Waller? I have to say honestly, like, um, to drink was probably talking a little bit more about Waller than most people this time last year. And um, I, I was pretty off it then, and then Waller went on to have a great season. Um, yeah, he did. I I still believe. Yeah, I I definitely disagree here. I still believe Waller to be the the consistent fantasy target I want to own on the Raiders. Wow. I, I, for for 2020 only, or just moving forward? Correct. Period. Yeah. Okay. No, this year moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the additions that they made. Uh, and if this was any other year, I might not be as strong on it. Um, but I, I think Waller remains the consistent weekly play I want on the Raiders. Are you looking to move on from him if he starts off strong then? Or do you, I mean, do you think his future I don't is... Mind, I don't mind that, but if it's a tight end premium league, uh, you need to have a top tight end, period. Um, I, I think he can qualify as that for you, you know, if your other pieces are solid. In the in the weekly game for sure, I I think rugs and and I'm, I'm definitely coming around to Brian Edwards at least being you know more of a, a solidified role there. Yes. Um, but I think those guys are going to be much more boom bust inconsistent week to week, where Waller will be very steady, and and the weeks that he pulls the touchdown for you, you know, can can help you win that week pretty easily. Swags, to answer your earlier question, Waller was very consistent throughout the year last year. Hmm. He didn't really drop off much at all. I know he came off he came off really hot weeks one through three, averaging probably like twenty doing quick math here, maybe twenty two points per Multiple game. Multiple touchdown games. Yeah. Holy crap, there's some spikes. But the the overall yeah. number is a is a steady number I can count it really on. Is. Yeah. That's the part that it, you know. I mean, it, in a tight end premium league, he mm-hmm. is a safe tight end one to have. And then you know you you can have a couple plays on the bench that are maybe growing in this garden that we're going to get into that I don't have to count on this year because I got Waller. You know, oh, if man, I'm yeah, if, yeah. if I end up not winning or you know midway through this season, I'm like I, I don't Shit, mind. I'm not like, making it. this one out though, and uh, then I'll move it on. Like get, yeah, take it out of the garden and. Let the but that's only grow. if I'm not competing this year, and I think I, Waller won't be the reason I'm not competing. Right? He mm-hmm. he will keep me in there, so I can sell this later on for whatever price it is. Even now, maybe more to the team that is contending that's looking for that tight end piece. You know, once I realize this isn't my year. Yeah, I wonder what you could get for Waller right now because it seems like uh, even as well as he finished the season, he the hypes calmed. 
all that foster yeah love. he's he's one uh weirdly kind of like Ayuk, where maybe i can buy him now and flip him for a little bit more you know in a couple of weeks in worst case scenario i probably don't lose any value from what it is even right now how many targets is he possibly going to get this season though <sighs> That's that's a fair argument because even Tyrell Williams wasn't really healthy a lot last year. But, again, we're talking about two rookie wide receivers on the outside that you're going to count on and a slot guy in Renfro that I clearly don't love. I, I think it still funnels through Waller. Jacobs isn't catching 60 passes, right? I don't think there's nope. a big influx in, in the receiving game from the running backs that takes away from what Waller is. And and we've seen that he can have multiple touchdown games. So he, you know, what I mean, he can gobble those up and 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 not worry about having to have, you know, ten targets in a game. Sixty-five catches over or under. I'll take over. That's probably a good number. Yeah, I was gonna I, say I kind of like that that area. To be honest with you, if I'm running it through my head real fast with other stuff I've done, I probably have him closer to to seventy-five. But you, you're probably a good number. Okay, so 75 would be, uh, what's that? Uh, How many 20? did he have last year? 90. Yeah. Take uh, So you're only taking one away a game. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I like that doesn't, 65 doesn't to 70 like range. Yeah. But with that being said, I mean, he, he uh, with all the targets, he wasn't really used in the red zone much. Um, the, the red zone targets for that volume were low, and it, and it translates to his touchdowns. He only had three. So you can see him maybe getting more touchdowns. So maybe, to your point, to drink, maybe it maybe it balances out a little bit in the final stat yeah. line. Three's low. Three touchdowns for, for a tight end with, with 90 catches is pretty low. Weird. It is weird, right? He's looking it up. Doesn't even believe me. Yeah, I can't like shit up right now. That next beer is getting to me. Maybe I was looking at other shit. Yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna try. You guys are gonna try to rush my tight end garden, which by very definition, which by its very definition does not get rushed. I'm uh, I'm happy to move on from Waller and and yeah, move on. I'm chilling. And the public nervous announcement argument. Oh yeah, well, I meant like move on from him, like tra- move on from him on my to the team. tight end garden. I and thought we already did it, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we already moved on. I'm just yeah. moving on from Waller. Okay, so that tight end garden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so the tight end garden for those who don't know what uh, my tight end garden is. This is uh, my developmental team, if you will, of tight ends and. There's a formula to, to this. Um, first thing is anybody counting on year one and year two does not necessarily belong in the garden. These are these are tight ends that you like their draft stock, college production, skill set, and you see a future for them in, say, three or four years. So you have to be patient, hence the garden. Plan a seed or two and see what's up. Um, some of the some of the most common players in, in a lot of my leagues uh, are Ian Thomas, Irv Smith, and Mike Sasaki. Those three are, they probably represent uh, a huge portion of my tight end garden. Kittle at one point was in my tight end garden. Adam Troutman is in almost every single, to name a rookie, is on almost, it's got to be in 80% of my teams because of the price. And uh, I just, I love them. I own them everywhere. So, and then I have some, I have some other dudes that, you know, I'm worried about. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I got uh, I got a little Dawson Knox in there. I got uh, some. Drew, I got way too much Drew Sample. A little concerned that he's just a blocking tight end at this point. 
Um, and then I have That'll some get more. That'll on the field, Fenero. Ah, uh, dude, That'll I don't get know. Him like, on the field. It's so scary. He's got to have like a like a Will Disley type of outcome where you know he was considered a blocker the whole time too. It's only his they second have, season, and they certainly haven't. Re- they certainly haven't drafted anybody to really take that spot. So I don't know. He he worries me. Dawson Knox, I'm a little more, little less worried than Drew Sample. I, I still he's very athletic and he did flash as a down downfield threat last year. Uh, this is an interesting stat. Last year, only Kelsey Andrews and Waller had more yards on deep passes than Knox last year. Hmm. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some of the some of the other really small shares I have are Josh Oliver still. Uh, Which should make that's why you like Josh Allen is because of jo- of Dawson Boom. Knox. Right back to it. <laughs> yep. Josh Allen got a big old arm. That's not- what it is. You're right. You're right. You're right. Can <laughs> so, I so take him out of my? We didn't even talk Teddy about him. Josh we didn't Allen. even talk about him. You know what? The show's really long anyway, so we could just cut that whole <laughs> Josh Allen part out and still be over. It, it. Leave it in. Let the people hear it. <laughs> Any of those guys excite you? I have a little John U. Smith. I love. Uh, I like having him in the garden as well. Oh, but Ian man. Thomas. I, I like a lot of those guys. I like Ian Thomas. Yeah. Ian Thomas, Irv Smith, and Adam Troutman are probably my most highly. Um, I know two drinks all about Irv Smith. Um, <laughs> Super bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I am positive. At one point, he said that he would be the leading or second wide receiver on the team at times. I don't know if you still Boom. feel that way. Yep. But, Sounds good. Yeah, I know you're super about it. Who you like about more? About it. Who you like more, Irv Smith or Ian Thomas? Uh, who Ian is Thomas, it? Ian Thomas is totally open over there. Nobody in his way. Na-na-na. Yeah, but that, who knows? The Carolina offense, public nervous announcement. Oh, shit. <laughs> On CMC, just the whole thing. Weird. All, All of it. Seems like, seems like a nice match with Bridgewater. Stab it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't mind it. What about? Um, do you have any Jay Sternberger in your garden? None. Happy about it. I got a Sternberger or two. Nah, you have to flip it over. Once they lost Funches, though. Nope. That was a, that was a dad <laughs> joke. Funches that was a dad joke. But I bumped it. Nope. My drums are broke. Does not belong in my garden, dude. You know, I, there was a transplant in my garden recently. I started adding some, a little seedling. Some GMO shit going on, a li- huh? Yeah, a little seedling called uh, Nujoku. I started uh, making a couple of trees and moving him, transferring him in as a seedling over into my garden. Huh, I, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. So now, what's the ultimate goal hmm. of the garden? Do you want to get to the point where they... Is it vegetables? Maybe are... <laughs> In the league for four to five seasons, and they're like Darren Waller, and you move on, or are you now inserting into lineup, or are you moving on and you're you're profiting <laughs> off your garden? Is this Ideal- a farmers I- market or no, 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 no? <laughs> Ideally, co-op farm in the hood. <laughs> swags. Ideally, you you want to do a little bit of both, right? You want to. You want to be able. The whole point of the garden is you're constantly putting stuff back in. Like I have, I had a league last year where um, I had Kittle and Hooper, right? So I still didn't stop put feeding the back end of that garden. Right, so yeah. like when I moved Hooper, I still was working on. Like that's a team that has Troutman in it right now. You know what I mean? So like that's the whole point is you're looking to hopefully use a little bit of that garden, eat some of those vegetables, but then also give some away to your neighbors, but for a high price. Giving it away. Farmer's to the market. 
you can't away, give it away and you get, can strike and charge the, it for a high price. Strike like, the you're away. Selling it. Give it to your neighbors yeah. for a high price. Yeah. So I mean, sell it to your neighbors for a high price. Sell very high. <laughs> and, and of course, you all know feverish from rookie fevers. So uh, I'll throw one at you. Like, are you are you growing any Dalton Keen? I have one share of Dalton Keen is because of Kevin Cotillo. And how do you feel? Not great. It's a garden honestly, we put out like way by itself in the corner. <laughs> like nobody's really around Special it. It only gets soil. partial sun. Like it's not even <sighs> full sun. And the sprinkler barely hits it. I'm still I'm still on Asiasi. I own more Asiasi than oy, oy. Do you guys know that that his name is literally in Spanish is Soso? No. Lil Soso. Yeah. I'm not saying he is Spanish, but the it's A S I A S I, which means so so in Spanish. So I hope that Devin uh, so so is a little bit more than so so because he's in a couple of my gardens. But no, nah, Dalton Keen. That's a that's a that's a Kevin Cotillo guy. I'm I'm not. Uh, I don't like. I said I have one share, and it was just because it was like a really late draft pick, and and I maybe just had that show with Kevin, I'll and I do, I do respect him. Yeah, I'm not now. I'm going for your homerism here and. Um, any Caden Smith love? Yeah, absolutely. How much? How much of him in your gardens? Well, you know I have him in Predators. You made a point that uh, I think somebody dropped him in Predators, and I picked him up immediately. And I think you just missed him by a yeah, day. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think less. I think it was one of those moments, like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> <laughs> you were just way s- quicker on it. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say I own maybe only like four Caden Smiths, but I like having that a lot, actually. Yeah, I think he might yeah. be my highest owned tight end. Really? Just because wow. you can I get think... him so often that it gets boring. He's just I always tru- there. <laughs> I truly think the Giants are getting tired of Ingram missing games. Yeah, I really. There was trade talks a little bit. I don't, I don't think you know. I don't I think, think they the... resign him. Yeah. You got it. And at that point, go. like Caden Smith will have been so well taken. He, the top soil would have, I mean, been gone by now. The Miracle Grow would have set in, and Caden Smith will be ready to take off. I think we saw a little bit from him in his rookie season. That's all you can expect from a rookie tight end. You can't expect to see much more. So I think one thing important about your garden, if like we could try to like give the listeners like the idea i mean it's just like practicing patience like you said at the beginning like it's a it's a three to four year process you're not planning on you're you're not getting as arrogant and ballsy as me and going to try to live off hawkinson his rookie season right you're you're going to put him into your garden and do the right thing yep no that's perfect dude there's there's i mean that one season where fan hawkinson came out maybe is the exception um i I have a decent amount of those two. Uh, but for the most part, outside those exceptions, you're going to need to be patient. And that's the whole analogy here is you need to plant them, you need to take care of them. And what I mean by take care of them is they get really tempted to drop. I mean, like I told you how down I am on on some of those guys. It's really hard to hold on to your sample right now. I just I, – I haven't seen anything. I've seen more yeah. out of – but then what it. are you going to get for him? You know, you, if well, you that's see what I'm a saying. player, you can yeah. drop for him. But, yeah, what are you right. going to do? But it just, it, if you have a garden, right, so now you have like four of these guys, five of these guys on a squad, it's just a lot of tight ends anchoring you down. And so that's what that's where the patience comes in. That's where the care comes in. 
Um, I remember, I remember feeling after one year of Kittle, I was just like, you know, Kittle was not a high draft pick in rookie drafts. And I was just like, I don't really, you know, I really need to make room because I had this injury and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I like Kittle, somebody I want to hold on to. I'm going to hold on to him. Um, so tight ends are probably somebody I are, are players I'll hold on to too long and maybe own more than most people will. But I also feel like tight ends, one of those positions where when they hit, they really get really valuable for you. So it's one of those things you have to be patient and you have to accumulate because not all of them are going to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. And yeah, like you said, I mean, you kind of have to know when to get out. And, and then with the scoring we're in today, tight end premium, yeah, you can definitely bank on it. Feverish, two drink. You guys are the bees' knees. Two drink, are you still with us? I'm still here. It's a fun it, show. I think it's gotten to that time where we should tell them fun who show. you are. I'm at FL Two Drink Minimum. We said uh, your shit in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. is at Art Bark TV. <laughs> you can find him at Rookie Fever. That's where at Swagzilla. Zero G is also at. I'll be there as well. Tomorrow night. This is that Superflex pod. I don't know why the music's not playing yet. Oh, it's playing. Somebody slip in. I told you, we were never going to get to the part where I fuck shit up. No, we got there. Appreciate you coming on, Fanero. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's always a good time. Do you know, according to PFF, that Adam Troutman's receiving grade in college was higher than TJ Hawkinson, Irv Smith Jr., and Noah Fant from 2018? Oh, wow. I don't know if that's what I wanted to hear before I went to bed. That hype in smoke it. Yeah, that that is nice. Just maybe go out and get a couple more shares. Oh, I have so many. Are you growing Foster Moreau since you hate Darren Waller? Not in my garden. Two Drink won't even talk about Darren Waller anymore. He's still upset. He's gone.